please consider becoming a patron of That Taxi Podcast through Podbean. We've got exclusive content and cool swag for you. Here are some of the testimonials from satisfied patrons. I became a patron on Podbean and won the Powerball and the Mega Millions and the Irish Sweepstakes. I became a patron on Podbean and I got great news from Mari Povich. You are not the father. I became a patron on Podbean and it was the biggest contribution, the best contribution ever made. And then you idiots elected me as your president. Like I became a patron on Podbean and solved the mystery of the missing stickers. And I got some weed. And I got Scooby Snacks. Results not typical. Results not likely. Consult your doctor before joining patrons. Tell your doctor if you are pregnant or plan to become pregnant. Other common side effects may include uncontrollable laughter. Explosive diarrhea. Feelings of superiority. Perpetual dizziness. Rare but possible side effects may include spontaneous combustion. Spontaneous erection. Spontaneous paralysis. Spontaneous spontaneity. Spontaneous death. 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 And impulsiveness. See your doctor if your erection lasts more than four weeks. You mean four hours? Four weeks! <laughs> In today's episode of That Taxi Podcast. Yeah, when it was like a couple months ago and she goes, you never seen Princess Bride? I said, nope, never saw it. Wow. What'd you so, think? <laughs> it's a great movie. I, it's probably the I most didn't know, movie. I didn't know that was the movie where he goes, My name is Laura Montoya. Inigo Montoya. Right. I thought that was from Scarface or something. <laughs> <laughs> you killed That's my good. father. <laughs> Pretty better to it would work, right? Yeah. Little Cuban gang. Yeah. I, I gotta say, I really feel like that's what makes this job addicting. Yeah. That and all the boobs and, and drugs. Boobs and, and drugs. And, yeah. <laughs> Should we rank those? Boobs, drugs, long rides. I think now for me, it's long rides, drugs, and boobs. <laughs> drugs I can resell. Nothing will ever be about boobs. Really? Yeah. They'll be at the airport and they'll get in and say, how much for a ride up to the border? And I'll tell them, 70 bucks. And they'll say, 60. <laughs> and I'll turn right back and say, 80. 80. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to That Taxi Podcast. I'm Thomas. And I'm Taxi David, author of Too Much to Handle, a series of hilarious cartoons of all the crazy things that happen in and around my taxi. Thanks for jumping into our cab for a ride-along. Yeah, we've been driving taxi for years, and we love to talk about work. You mean bitch about work. Yeah, okay, that's true. Everybody does bitch about work. We know you'll find this entertaining. Sure will, because we have a unique point of view as nighttime taxi drivers. That Taxi Podcast drops every Wednesday on Spotify and wherever else you get this podcast. Uh, Thomas, I think you mean to say wherever you get your podcast. No, Einstein. I mean wherever they get this podcast. I don't care where they get their other podcasts. <laughs> okay, okay, yes. Uh, okay, well, let's go. Off we go. I want to be the very best, like no one ever was. To catch them is my real test, to train them is my cause. Pokemon, gonna catch them all. You're a crazy bitch, but you fuck so good, I'm on top of it. When I dream, I'm doing you all night. Scratches on by my back, get me right on. You're crazy, but I love the way I... you fuck me. I do know that song, not because of how well you sung it, but because of the lyrics. Well, They're very memorable. I'm not saying I'm a good singer. So. Oh, I wasn't saying that. I was just saying what made me recognize the song was the lyrics. They're mm -hmm. very uh, particular. Yes, they are. I don't remember who it is, though. 
Buck Cherry. Buck Cherry. I do remember who it is. <clears throat> quite a, quite a productive song. What year was that? I have no idea. It's got to be 30 years old. Right? <laughs> I don't think it's that old, is it? 94. Oh my God, is it really that old? Probably. Between 94 and 98, I would say. Wow. Are you going to look it up? Uh, Let me see. Does it say? 2005. Okay. 20 years old. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I guess it would have been post-grunge, right? Because it's got a little grungy feel to it's it. It's got a grunge, but it still feels very pop. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> I love that song, though. It's on my playlist, and I listen to it at the gym. I, I have not heard that song for a long I time. I try not to sing along, because sometimes the <laughs> girls in, on the treadmill will turn around. And you like, pick those songs just... There's another one called Bad Girlfriend. My girlfriend's a dick magnet. My girlfriend's gotta have it. Have you heard that song? <laughs> no. <laughs> have you heard, uh, she's a vegetarian. She don't eat meat, but she sure like the bone. <laughs> Do you remember that one? No. Oh. Is that anything like uh, Detachable Penis? Have you heard that song? <laughs> <laughs> That's a real song. <laughs> Look it up. So how was your week? Eh. Well, good show. Stay positive, kids. <laughs> um, my week was slower than usual. Um, you got sick though. I got sick. I got because yeah, we had the we had we had the cold weather and the snow and everything. Yeah, but you fell <laughs> off the grid because you were sick. Friday night, I told you. That I had tested positive, right. but I felt fine. For chlamydia. For COVID. Oh, COVID. And then uh, probably about four hours after I told you that, I got fever and chills really bad. Oh, so I hit you in the nuts. Yeah. Um, yeah, I... Uh... Yeah, I call it uh, Mrs. Dave's mom because it hit me right in the nuts. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get sick. I know that you and I had interacted. I had a tickle in my throat, but I also had a tickle <laughs> back when I had... Um... And Elmo tickle me Elmo in my throat. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's not what was tickling your throat. Was it a frog in my throat? A Kermit in my throat? <clears throat> One of those Muppets. Yeah. Miss Piggy. But I, I didn't get sick. I didn't have anything going on. Yeah. But that's not to say it wasn't carrying it, right? You know, right. that's what we always got to worry yeah, about. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because my daughter is the one who ended up getting it first. Mm -hmm. And then Sherry, my wife, came, came down with it. This was before I even tested and the only reason i tested was because they had both tested positive and i said well i might as well take a test we uh -huh. had the home test and you're hanging out with them and they're yeah. like <laughs> so i thought i was because i had gone to the casino with one of my customers the week before i thought i had caught it there and was asymptomatic and gave it to them but i guess that wasn't the case yeah but how do you know i don't know you, you'd have to test yourself quite a bit yeah i guess in this industry maybe that's the responsible thing yeah. to do every week or so i don't like sticking that thing up my nose man the first time in four years I ever had COVID. Okay. And the doctor I went and seen, since I'm VA, I get, you know, free VA. And he said, first time you've had it and it's been four years? And I said, yeah. And he goes, oh. And I said, and I'm a cab driver. And he goes, what? He was like shocked that I hadn't had it hadn't before. Had yeah. It, yeah. A lot of people are shocked that we don't get sick really all that often. Mm -hmm. I don't. I like to think it's a lot like, um, you Acquired know. Acquired immunity? No, yeah. Like in, in Princess Bride. Do you remember? Uh, I just saw that movie thanks to April. 
Oh, April convinced me to watch that movie. Hi, April. Hi, April. That was when she you gave her a ride home. Yeah, when it was like a couple months ago, and she goes, "You never seen Princess Bride?" I said, "Nope, never saw it." Wow, what'd you so, think? <laughs> it's a great movie. I, it's probably the I most didn't know, movie. I didn't know that was the movie where he goes, My name is Laura Montoya. Inigo Montoya. Right. I thought that was from Scarface or something. <laughs> <laughs> you killed my father. <laughs> Pretty better to it would work, right? Yeah. Little Cuban gang. Yeah. Uh no, there's so there's a scene in and everybody might recognize this. There's a scene in Princess Bride in which Wesley, known as the Dread Pirate Roberts at this time, uh bests the strongest man bests all right. these people now he has to best the smart guy and he sits down to a test of wits with mm -hmm. him and yep. and he pours a goblet uh, takes two goblets out and he fills it with some liquid right and one of the one of the glasses supposedly is poison. has poison yeah, has poison in it don't, um, don't do any spoiler alerts oh maybe God, somebody has, has been around i hadn't seen it since Okay, so long ago, I, I have to spoil it because okay. that's what I understand, and this is what helps you understand the sickness part. Uh, the sickness, and that is uh, the re he poisoned both glasses, right? And so when he did the test to see right. what the glasses like, is poisoned, well, you would them. think that I would take this one, so I'm going to take this one. But you know, I was going to say that, so now you yes, he, right? He, he was trying to logical. He thing, was right? trying to build yeah. into the guy's psycho psyche what why he may have poisoned the glass that was closest to him or further from him. Um, but it turns out both glasses were poisoned. It's just that Wesley had built up a big. Uh, uh, immunity to it by taking right. tiny portions of it mm -hmm. over a long period of time. Yeah. And so he was immune. Yeah. And I feel like cab drivers are like that. We have random sure. people from all walks, from right. all living situations. Coughing and hacking and yep. sneezing yep. without covering their mouths. Yep. And I cringe and the, every time someone does and that. And we don't have our windows open to like air right. it out, you know, and we don't want to be rude, even though we should do it anyway. Yeah. They're coughing and we should yep. crack the window, you yeah. know. Uh, but I, I don't feel know like what good that would do anyway. And a cough comes out, so it would yeah. it would cross your path to right. get out because it's sucking out. Yeah, yeah. And as you breathing in, do you ever when they cough? Do you ever just kind of go, just exhale as long oh, yeah. as you can, just to you hold your breath down, yeah, exactly. Out. Yeah. <laughs> and then pull up your sweatshirt. And... <laughs> but I feel like maybe we're exposed. And I was a high school teacher too. You're exposed yeah. to so many diseases sure. in little portions at a time that. Eh, we may not get sick yeah. that often because of it. Yep. So. Yeah. So that was my. Uh, we only missed two days of work though. By the time I got the prescription, uh, I was feeling good enough that I was actually considering not taking it and just putting it in the cupboard in case I got sick again. Very mild case, just fever and chills. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was it. A little That's bit. That's good for that. It wasn't that long yeah. either, though. But I'm all fully vaccine boosted too. Aaron Rodgers, in case you're listening, fully vaxxed and boosted, but I did take it. Yeah, and, um, may as well. Stuff is nasty as f. Yeah. It leaves like it's like. Did I tell you it's like uh, aluminum can exploded in the back of your throat? It's that you get that taste, metallic it's taste. Metallic, yeah, mm. and it's constant. It doesn't go away. Mm. Yeah, I, I, uh, <laughs> I'm fortunate not to have had any COVID uh, since the last time I had it back in 2021. That's three years. Yeah. It's 6.30 in the evening right now. It is. We were supposed to start podcasting at 3. Right. And I spent my whole weekend up to culminating to this point, at which I have a new apartment. Mm -hmm. 
uh, close to downtown here right. in town. Much closer to where you normally work. Yeah, I, don't, I, I used to live in the county, 16, 15 miles. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm going to be saving money. Yeah. And um, yes. Yeah. You live right across the street from my favorite burger joint in yeah. the world. So man. maybe I'm not oh. saving money. <laughs> I'm going to offset that cost. But and, I'm going to do my best not and to. And right next door to a weed store, man. I would. And a weed store. Yep. Yeah. So it culminated to today where I made Thomas wait. We were supposed to meet at three. I came in town at two and I was supposed to sign the contracts and everything, but or the lease agreement. And then it took forever. They got me my key fobs. Right. And went up to the apartment. And they didn't work. And they didn't work. So she had to go down and get, get them reprogrammed and then come back. And they still didn't work. So by then it's already five. Four. It was about four. It was four. 15, yeah. Yeah. When and then I come there. down and hang out with Thomas and I say, uh, we got to go back to make sure they have my key fobs because I'm not, right. I'm not uh, letting them go home until yeah. my key fobs. It's a good thing you did go back before they Yep. Go. Because it took them another two times. Yep. And then she came up after it didn't work the two times. Yeah. And her, her assistant figured it out. Right. And it worked. Now, th this is something that I was expressing to Thomas for my whole several months because i've had several months to look for a place to live and this is the place that i wanted because they have a parking garage it's gated it's well protected that way cameras everywhere anyway this whole experience was so frustrating because these were all new people in the office there was a huge learning curve they didn't know they didn't even know how to take my money for the deposit right so it took them two weeks to figure that out thomas got to catch a glimpse of how frustrated i was just with the key fobs because the person who's the manager did not know what to do and everything she kept doing she kept screwing it up and i had to wait for it this is what i experienced at the whole process of moving into this apartment complex anyway thomas came with me while right. they were testing the key fobs, i kept so. trying to tell david that there's really nothing you can do about it that yeah. stressing isn't going to help yeah but it's a lot i was felt i felt hostage to, I'm going to say the word idiocy, of people who can't solve a problem. But I had no leverage or knowledge to be able to help them solve the problem or put them in contact right. with the people to yeah. solve the problem. And he's right. I can't stress or worry about it. So last night I did my best by taking a gummy for the first time ever, a weed gummy. Mm -hmm. April gave that to me, by the way. Oh. Yeah. So she's she's given us all sorts of stuff here. So now she's your drug dealer. <laughs> She gave me one gummy. It didn't really okay. do much for me, though. No, you said it did calm me down a little. It calmed me down. Right. Yeah. Um, and you forgot to post an episode, so. No, I have the episode finished. Right, but you were supposed to put it in drive. I did forget to put it in drive. Um, I had told you when you left last night, make sure you have Narcan available in case that gummy. Because of the gummy? Right. I OD on the gummy? Yeah. I just don't think it was enough. Because you're not much of a weed smoker. I, I don't smoke weed at all. But I don't know. Do you think you you if if it didn't really affect me very much? Do you take two gummies? I've always taken at least four. You're joking. No, you take four gummies. Yeah. Oh, but here we go with that tolerance thing yeah. again. I've been smoking almost every day for 35 years. But I don't smoke at all. So would you imagine it would have done something more? What four of them? I no remember. one for me. One. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, it's hard for me to say. I don't know how much THC was in that gummy. I don't know if it was a CBD gummy. Maybe. Mm, it was a THC. I okay. was hesitant. So, what, what percent was it? You know, sometimes they're 5, 10, 
15 percent i don't know if to ask her if you've got a lower percentage then it's not going to do as much i think it was pretty low because i remember that's why i agreed to take it because i didn't want any thc okay, yeah, in my body yeah. might have been at like 1.5 is that possible i took yeah uh that's pretty or low percent really 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 three percent that would be almost like not worth it like why take it that's like <laughs> drinking your beer right <laughs> did i ever tell you that story no we were uh my friend and i had season tickets to the bc lions we uh had these seats and he would send me to go get a beer you know because he drove so i said oh let's go get the beer so i go in beer and there's a long line over here and a short line over here i go in the short line right mm -hmm. i get four beers you can carry two each so i bring them back right. we we slam those didn't feel nothing i'll go get more so i get four more and come back slam those nothing I'm like, I don't understand. And then I realized the reason the line was so short was because that was the near non, beer line. The non-alcohol. Non I mean, you could probably drink 50 and get a little buzz, right? So I learned a lesson. I spent like $45 on water <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't want to wait in line. All right. Well, uh, do you want to get started for today? Yeah, let's do a wheelie. Let's do a wheelie. Welcome to The Dispatcher. We've hijacked the spinning wheel from the classic board game, The Game of Life. And each number on that wheel is assigned a different topic for us to discuss. And just like our conversations in the taxi, we never know what we're going to talk about. Yeah, that's what makes what we do so real. So let's see where The Dispatcher sends us now. The Dispatcher. 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 Do, 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 do. Oh, nine. Number nine. What's nine? Gear grinder. Gear grinder. Gear grinder. I got one. I got one. We need sound effects for that. We need to do gear grinder. Yeah. You um, got a gear grinder? Yeah, I have. This happened quite a bit actually recently, mainly because of the holiday, you know, from Christmas to New Year's. And some of the people coming out in the snow, I fell behind a little bit. On rides, uh -huh. from time to time, you know, I'm suddenly running 15 minutes late, 20 minutes. Well, sure, you got to give yourself a little more time there. I got to anticipate a little more, but sometimes it's not me; it's oh, the people not. who are just yeah. taking too long to get in the car, or they need to stop. Yeah. And one of the things that happened quite a bit over the last couple of weeks is people would get it, and I'm not going to complain because some of the people who have been listening to our podcast that get in my cab and say, "Like, were you talking about me the other right. day?" We're not talking about not talking you. Talking about you. Yeah. Um, but collectively, unless your name is Mike, then we're talking about you. <laughs> uh, collectively, though, when these things happen, um, it starts to grow into a pattern that you sure. say, ah, I feel a little frustrated yeah. with the pattern. And this one is, it doesn't get me upset, doesn't bother me, but I have to explain to them I'm not going to do it. And that is this uh, I pick up somebody at a bar or a restaurant, nice club, nightclub, and I'm taking them where they need to go, and the phone rings. Uh -huh. And Somebody, I say, oh, where are you at, Mike? <laughs> Sorry, we're not really talking about a real Mike. Where are you at, Mike? And the person that I'm giving a ride to will say, oh, we can pick them up on the way. Let's go get them on the way. Yeah. And I'll say, don't worry about it. And even if it is something on the way, this is a conversation you and I have had, is we don't put two people together right. who don't know each other or don't have a relationship that right. we think is going to be uh, compatible. Right. You know? Um, and I always just tell them, don't worry about it. And I'll try to tell them, oh, we're just, he's going in a completely different direction. Yeah. And I know that, or you wouldn't get along with them. It's probably not a good idea that <clears throat> together. Uh, but they ask this so much. It's like, no, 
just let me drive you home and I'll go get the next. I always say there's a liability issue involved. Yep. Because there is. There is. Um, Along those lines, I've had pick people up at the airport, you know, that don't have reserved a cab. And there'll be a lot of people waiting for cabs. They'll say, oh, they can come with us. And they'll they'll suggest bundling them. Yeah. And it's. First of all, the math is harder because then you got to figure out how much to charge each person. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I prefer not to bundle people anyway. Yeah. And a lot of times they think they're going in the just same general direction, but it'll be way out of the way. It would have been easier for them to wait for another cab. Yeah. And I that's not me being greedy. I'll, I'll, I was just about to be greedy in my, what I was just saying. Well, uh, it's not about me being greedy because I really don't mind it if they split the fare as long as they're going within a block of each other yeah. but if they're going if one guy if we're dropping off people and then the next stop is eight miles away the i mean it it fucking adds up it's yeah frustrating well back in the day with yellow cab we'd pick up at the, at the uh train station when the college kids would be coming back from from the weekends or yep. whatever and you would try to take as many oh, kids sure. as you could. Yeah. And the ride physically takes less than ten dollars. It's, it's like nine or ten dollars. Ten bucks, yeah. yeah. I was say. But you would say, you know what, why don't I just take all four of you and each one of you give me like five, five bucks. bucks. Right. Yeah. So then you're turning a, a, a ten dollar right. ride. And they're into thinking, a 20, hey, hey I'm what a great deal. I'm only paying five, five bucks. bucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was one way we made some money. Yeah. Is it underhanded? To do that? Yeah. No, I don't think it, I okay, think it's fair. Good. Yeah, right. Because you're giving them a deal and you're making. Yeah. If I take two groups together, the first group goes five miles, it's twenty five dollars. The second group goes seven more miles, so that would be another forty dollars. Yeah. I make them pay the whole fare too. Oh, so you take their portion, give right. it to the It'd other be... person? No, I don't. I take the first person. 25. They pay theirs as if I had just picked them up only. Oh. Then I take the second people to their spot and pay, make them pay theirs as if they've so picked them up all by themselves. That's that they so the second person, the second leg gets a cheaper ride. No, the second person still pays their full fare. I'm just giving them the yeah. convenience of not waiting for another cab. Oh, I see what you're saying. So what I used to do in this situation, um, like if I had a group, like let's say I had two people, right, going two different destinations. If they're across town, I would just charge them both. Like, if your ride is ten dollars to your place and your ride is typically ten dollars to your place, that's how much I charge sure. you. But, but you got to go out of your way to get them from the first to the second. Yeah, and right. but I don't charge anybody in between. Okay. But if they're going to the same way and they're sharing a ride and they don't know each other, I say, how about this? You two are splitting the ride. So when we get to the first location, I cut the meter in half. You give me your half, right. and and they give me their half, and I give it to the second person. Say that's for you. You put it in your pocket. You could do whatever. Okay. But when we get to the end, you pay the whole you thing, pay the whole thing. Yeah. and then they still pocket the money. Yeah. So I guess there's a lot of ways you can handle it. So uh, I have a kind of a gear grinder. Yeah, what's that? When you're sitting at the airport, they have stages like uh, walk up one, walk up two, walk up three, and the first cab there pulls into walk up one, and you can wait there. For hours before you get a ride and uh, you can wait there for hours and then someone will get in and want to go three miles mm-hmm. at the most which is maybe twelve dollars right but they always say oh you can come back and get another ride and I always like want to say oh really 
I've never thought of that. I should try that sometime. Yeah, I've only been doing this for yeah. <laughs> some few years. But it's very frustrating when you sit there for an hour or two and your your ride is a $10 ride. You know, you always want yeah. that 40 or $50 ride. It's the gamble. Yeah, it is. Do you feel like do you feel like that? I I honestly think that this industry being a taxi driver is very uh, addicting in the dopamine way where you never know what you're going to get. The guy sure. walks off the plane and suddenly you're going to, you know, the border, uh, whereas the other one you're going, like, around the corner to the nearest hotel and you're like, no. Well, there's one, uh, I had a call from someone who wanted me to pick them up in a nearby town and then take them to a further town. And I'm like, yeah, that's a good $40 ride, you know, to myself. I'm thinking, okay, yeah, yeah. 40 bucks. I get to the apartment to pick them up, and she goes, oh, by the way, this is going to be a round trip. And it was like, yeah, yeah. that's a double, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it worked out pretty good. Yep. So, yep. definitely had some dopamine going that time. Yeah, last last episode, I think I talked about, or one of the previous episodes, I talked about a guy I had to take to the from the hospital to, a, like, a mission. And it's a $5 ride, oh, yeah. and he dug, dug into his underwear bag. And, and ended up going another 100 yeah, miles. Yeah, yeah. So, that's like, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yeah, it's exciting. It gives you a rush. So I, I gotta say, I really feel like that's what makes this job addicting. Yeah. That and all the boobs and and drugs. Boobs and, and drugs. And, yeah. <laughs> Should we rank those boobs, drugs, long rides? I think now for me, it's long rides, drugs, and boobs. <laughs> drugs I can resell. Nothing will ever be about boobs. Really? Yeah. You Who's don't have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am joking. I am joking completely. Always the money on top. That's the uh, that's the adrenaline. Are rush you saying me. you prepay your horse? Let's go to the next episode. wheel. Next episode. We're done with this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I dropped something. Dees. Dees nuts. Dees. <laughs> Ten. Dees nuts. <clears throat> Potpourri of nuts. Pot for me. Pot for me. More pot for me. You got any, uh, what do you want to talk about? A pot for me. Oh, well, I had a uh, call from the border. Of course, it was someone working at the gas station calling for somebody, right? Mm -hmm. uh, who wanted to go all the way down to the major city's airport. It's 120 miles. Yeah. Can I pause you there for a second? Because I want to ask a question about that. When you get that call from that gas station, I, when you're, I know what you're talking about. How do you make sure they're still there? You don't? Okay. Yeah. You don't ask to, like, get a physical description of the person so you know when you show up or that they'll keep them inside the store? I've really never had a big problem. Because if you arrange for a ride for them. You're probably stuck there. Right. Yeah. They're probably not going to find an Uber to come get them before I can get up there. True. But anyway, <clears throat> I told them, yeah, I have no problem taking them down there. It doesn't matter how many people. It's the same price. And he goes, well, there's only two of them. I said, okay, well, it's $400, and I need to be paid first before mm -hmm. we take off. Always. And uh, I could hear them telling the people in the background. And he goes, it's $400. He needs money when you get there. And the guy's like, Oh well, to come up here, it was only three hundred. Tell them that we'll pay them three hundred. Oh, and I God. said, no, it's a flat rate. It's already a hundred dollars off the meter price. Right. I'm not going to give you another hundred. That's forty percent. I'm giving you twenty percent. Four hundred dollars is twenty percent off. Yeah. 
So he tells him, and then the guy finally gets on the phone. He goes, well, when we came up here, it was only $300. And I told him. From SeaTac? Well, yeah. I said, well, you know what? You better call them and have them come get you because I ain't doing it for 300 Yeah. And he's like, well, 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 he starts arguing with me. I just hung up on him. Yeah. Well, I gave the store clerk's phone number to another cab company. I talked to her, and she said she would try to negotiate a price with them. And uh, so she did call them and talk to them, and they still refused to pay more than 300 They said that's all the money they had. Wow, that's you're running thin. Yeah, that's what you're looking for. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you know, it, he, I, I can be. I don't mind someone trying to uh, talk me down a little bit. Yeah, but when I say there's no negotiation, you can't negotiate this. It's four hundred dollars flat, and they still continue to try yeah. to argue with you. That just ticks me off. It pisses me off. Yeah, and I think that's something that we experience as cab drivers because when you go to the grocery store, you don't negotiate a can of peas or a can or a six pack of beer. Exactly. You well, don't say, "Well, I bought gas here last week. It was only three thirty nine on a gallon. Now it's three fifty nine. Yeah. I'm only paying three thirty nine. So it, it, I think there's this experience we we have with our kind of industry, and it, people feel like they can negotiate with us. Right. But I think that it's all there's that movie knowledge of this. Yeah. You can negotiate with. Yeah. Or, uh, not negotiate. What's the word? Barter or or uh, uh, try to lowball somebody. Mm -hmm. You know, in the cab. Maybe it's that way because when you go to another country, like to Mexico or something like right. that, uh, there's such such a cutthroat right. industry that you can I've say. I've heard that. Yeah, some of yeah. the times you can just pay uh, like a Chinese cab driver five dollars and it'll take you all the way across. You yeah. Know, as yeah. Long as you, yeah. Yeah. So. I do allow for a little bit of haggling, and it sounds like technically you gave him a discount already. Yeah, I mean, our metered rate would have been over $500. Yeah. And I told him $400. Yeah. So when I say I'm willing to haggle a little bit, usually I'll try to evaluate where they're at, right? Mm -hmm. And I'll say, well, what are you working with? Right. And and if they're lying, I can tell, right? If mm -hmm. they're saying, oh, I don't, and they open their wallet, I only have $100, and you see like a stack. Right. right. That's them being stupid. But I will work with somebody. But once I give you the rate for you to go further and say, no, I want I don't want to pay. I want to pay less. Right. Now you're being disrespectful. Mm. I see it as a level of disrespect. If you, it, I will work with you. And most drivers, I think, will within reason, not hundreds of dollars, though. Uh, right. It's got to be worth our time. And I end up saying you got to remember. I'm driving down there. Then I got to drive, drive all the way back. back. They don't. It's not something they think about right. at all. Um, but I will say I can't do this because that's how much it costs for me to do this. And I, if I come back without the money for the boss, yeah, I'm the one, you know, paying for your ride. So sure. I can't do that. Um, and they usually listen at that point. I've had people ask me how much a ride is when they they'll be at the airport and they'll get in and say how much for a ride up to the border, and I'll tell them seventy bucks, and they'll say sixty. <laughs> and I'll turn right back and say 80. 80. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, wait, wait, wait. It was no, 60, oh, 90, mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, you can get out. Oh, and I love the, what's the technique that people have in Uber. It's only this much. Holy cow. That's a great rate. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah. yeah I've use Uber. Too, yeah. yeah, absolutely. If I ride with this cab company, they do it for this much. Oh, sure. You, you got a great deal. Yeah. I would I, do that too. I would yeah. do it too, man. I'm on your side. And I do admit, always up front, too, you take their argument and you throw it down and you destroy it. Mm -hmm. And that is this. Cab rides are expensive. Yes. Yeah, it is expensive. This sucks. It's not I get a bus. It. It's, yeah, it's not a bus. It's not a dollar ride. Yep. So 
Uh, people say, well, how can I get there cheaper? I always say walk. People want to get to Seattle? Yeah. You can you can take the city buses. You can hop city bus to city. You could get to SeaTac from right here for probably less than $10, but it would take you seven, <laughs> yeah, seven, seven or eight hours. You know, <laughs> seven or eight hours if you started at the beginning of the day. Yeah. Yeah, it would take a while. Uh, let's see. I have a potpourri. We just had some snow. It's pretty severe for us. Uh, but I was reminded of a few winters back. We had a dusting on the road. It wasn't anything major. So not even like a quarter inch. Not even. It, it made maybe it made the roads a little slick on okay. some turns and everything. Sure. And I was coming down one of the roads, which is what frozen water will do. <laughs> yeah. And there's this girl. Her car is like kind of up on the on the curb, not on the sidewalk, but up on the curb on the kind of a windy part of the road and. I see her out outside of her car and she's crying and she's on the phone. I'm thinking something happened inside the car or uh, she's hurt or something. And I pull over and I get out and I she ran over a dog or, or something. Yeah. Yeah. So I asked her, is everything okay? And she's on the phone. Somebody's here. Somebody's here. And I said, is, is everything okay? And she goes, I got into an accident and you know, I'm checking out the car and I'm like, everything looks fine. What's wrong? She goes, I hit the curb and I see the little skid marks. Damage your wheel? No, that and that's what I checked. I checked to see, did you like pop a tire? Oh. Did you something like that? And uh, no, she had just skidded a little bit as she was going around one of the curves and pop into the into the curb. Did not pop her tires. Did not bend her rim. Did not any of those things. She goes, "Is there somebody I'm supposed to call? Do I call nine one one?" And I said, "No, you didn't hit anything or anybody. You didn't cause any no damage. damage. There's right. nothing wrong with your car. So you just." just bumped into a curb would you chalk it up just to lack of driving experience? yeah she was she was from california she was visiting okay yeah and she was just she didn't a have a driver she was a college girl so okay. no i'm gonna say she was probably 20 well a lot of people 21. don't get their license right away at 16 anymore so. oh that's true i know a lot of people actually now mm -hmm. like they just don't need it right yeah like I, cricket cricket needs her license i wish she would get her license cricket you tried shutting up no she just was scared and she was in her phone like is that okay can i do that and i think she was talking like to her dad or a family uh, member or something like that well and there's a, also there's a lot of people who have anxiety anyway and something like that i think could trigger them even more yeah sliding into a curb you know oh my god mm -hmm. you know so. it's startling sure i get it yeah and maybe she like you said wasn't used to snow anyway so she's already on edge yeah so yeah i mean i could see it happen and and no, I had my I'm formative years her. in the Midwest, and I was driving in my college age in like four feet of snow, and you're driving through ruts that are just barely visible from right. the truck that had been in there before, yep. and you're drunk mm -hmm. and one eyeing it. No, just kidding. Uh, how about you? Have any uh, snow related issues? Well, this happened uh, probably ten years ago. Uh, up by the lake, there's a community when it snows is a nightmare to drive in. Absolutely. Uh, the wind curls around that lake area and just turns everything. Not only that, the driveways are like at a 90 degree angle, either up or down. The roads are windy and hilly. So I go pick up these people. And it was actually just one guy at this. They have like a little condo in there. So I drive in there and I drive around the back and the snow's pretty deep, but I'm in a, a van, uh, all wheel drive van at the time. And uh, driving pretty good through there. So I pull in, stop, pick him up, throw the suitcases in, and he gets in, and I get in, and I 
go to drive away and I'm stuck. I can't back up. I mm. can't go forward. And I'm thinking, man, what am I going to do? This guy needs to get to the airport. I say, look, if you get in the driver's seat, put it in drive and drive really slow, I'll get behind and push. I don't want you pushing this cab. I will push it. Mm. He goes, okay, let's try that. So I said, do you know how to rock? rocket back and forth he goes yeah i know how to, i'm from uh you know yeah. illinois or whatever sure, yeah he knows them so we start to do that back and forth back and forth and he it catches and he he drives out and onto the street and i hop in so i mean that was one incident where the passenger actually helped me get out of that sure street. but he also i mean needed to get to the airport mm -hmm. so and he said, that was kind of fun, you know. So, <laughs> I got to be a cabbie. I never drove a cab before. <laughs> uh, I once, in early years with Yellow Cab, had to go pick up somebody in a neighborhood that was really hard to get to because of the snow. But, you know, those Crown Vicks, oh, wow, those they were great. And I just happened to pull them the, the only wrong. Thing bad about it was they were rear-wheel drive. That wasn't bad. That, that's what got me through. Right, Front they were heavy. Yeah. Uh, they were heavy, yeah. yeah. Um, Front-wheel drivers are good now because... The engines are in front, right? And so it's heavier in the right. Room. Yeah, I guess. But uh, and those Crown Vicks, that car is so heavy. Anyway. So this car, when I got stuck in the snow a couple times, yeah. I would just drive in reverse. This is an alley, by the way. Oh, yeah. We're still not in alley. We're, still... we're in Kevin the Kia. <laughs> I'll call it that. I didn't even want to give it a name. But now you called it Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Now I'm going to. Hey, Kevin. SpongeBob reference. Uh, but what was I talking about? Getting stuck in this. No, no, no. It was before yeah, that. You said, no, I was in a yellow cab. I was in a yellow Wait, cab. You were talking about getting stuck in this. You said something about getting stuck in this. Yeah. I would just drive this in reverse. Oh. But back in the day when I drove yellow cab, I had to go pick somebody up for the airport, kind of like your situation. And I pulled into the driveway and it was the driveway. I was supposed to be in the next driveway. Oh, right? yeah. And I had pulled into the driveway of the neighbors. And I couldn't get out. I'm like, <laughs> and she's at the top of the hill. We're over here. And I'm like, okay, but I might be stuck. Oh, not in that driveway. <laughs> Our driveway's up here. You oh, know, it's that yeah. conversation. Uh, so uh, I was stuck. I was done. So I had to call another cab to come out and I take I mean, your people, I, take the people. And you wait. They were livid at me. Why are you down there? You need to be up here. And they were pissed. We're going to be late. It took maybe 15 minutes for yeah. a cab to get to them. Maybe at the most 20 minutes, which is still reasonable. Um, but I understand the anxiety. But there was nothing to be done. Right. There was just nothing to be done. I was just in the wrong sure. driveway. I got stuck and I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Did you yell, come over here and push me out then, you cranky old bitch? Yeah, no. I actually think we left the car there. Blue Cab came out, picked me up, and drove me back to. <laughs> yeah, because it was. Do you remember Chris Crow? Yeah, he had a fucking awesome name. It was made up. It was made up. There was a blue cab that got stuck out in the town just uh, north of here, yeah. and uh, so I pull up in the yellow cab and I say, "What's wrong? I'm stuck. I'm stuck." I said, "Okay, well, let's push you out. I'll push you out." You know, so I get out and I get to the front and. He puts it in reverse and starts nothing like his tires aren't even spinning. I'm like, what's going on here? Do you have your parking brake on? Oh my god! He looks down, pops it, drives right out. Doesn't even say thank you. <laughs> oh my god! All right, well, 
Is that our show? That's our show. Yeah. Unless you got a joke. You got a joke for us? Uh, well, I have a story. Okay. I was in jail recently. I, I got, believe that. I believe it totally. Yeah. I went to a dance and they threw me in jail. What? Yeah. Uh, so community dance, neighborhood had the dance. And so they're playing. They played the Watusi. So I did the Watusi, right? Mm -hmm. They played. I don't uh, know what that is. It's a dance. Okay. They played the twist. So I did the twist. You know I, the twist, right? I know right? the twist, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they played the mashed potato, so I did the mashed potato, and it was great until they played Come On Eileen. <laughs> That's my grandmother's name. Did you know my grandmother? <laughs> you're, now you're trying to think of something. No. Nope. <laughs> okay. She told me not to say anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. Actually, she don't tell nothing to David. Hey, well, that's our show. Okay. Well, good show, Eileen. Nice to come on you. <laughs> you sound so stupid. Have a good night. Stay positive, kids. Thanks for coming along with us on That Taxi Podcast. We'll be back next week with a whole new episode and... You can find us on Spotify or wherever you download your podcasts. Wherever you download this podcast. Oh, right. Sorry. We want your thoughts, ideas, and feedback on today's episode. So please contact us. And we really do want you to contact us at thattaxipodcast.com at Twitter, on Facebook, and Instagram. See you next week. See you next week.